Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Bible Breakfast. Uh, it's great to have you joining us. My name is Andy, and today I'm here with Ella. Hello, Ella. Hey. And first time Bible Breakfast co-host, Catherine. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Kat? Yeah, doing pretty well. How are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. Uh, it is officially December. Um, hence, if you hadn't guessed... <laughs> Uh, it's Christmas time. I've got my birthday boy Jesus shirt on. I've got my Santa hat on. And today we are reading uh, the story of um, uh, the birth of Jesus. Well, part of the story of the birth of Jesus. Uh, we're starting our Advent series as the Bible breakfast. So we'll be going through uh, the start of Luke. So we, we've been in Luke chapters four and five. We're jumping back to chapter one now. Uh, and we'll be yeah talking about um, uh, yeah Mary and and. Um, her pregnancy and things like that. So today we are looking at Luke chapter one, verse uh, 26 to, what is it? 38. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, to 38. Um, I'll pop that in the chat in a second so you can um, get your Bibles ready. But Luke chapter one, verse 26 to 38 is where we're going. Um, we hope that today is encouraging for you, that you can um, take a step towards Jesus by starting your day with him. Um, ingrained in his word um, we would love you to engage with the chat and um, ask questions post answers to questions we're going to be um, discussing ourselves but don't feel like you have to watch the whole time um, you know screen fatigue is definitely a real thing um, so feel free to, to put us on and then set us aside as you get ready for your morning um, and also a big shout out to our podcast listeners who are listening um, at another time. Um, you can subscribe to our podcast just by searching for St. John's Diamond Creek on any podcast platform. Um, we have a, a good number of listeners on on podcast, more so at the moment than the Sunday sermons, which is, which is a bit fun. Um, so a big shout out to you if you're listening later on. Um, yeah, but I'd encourage you to, to watch YouTube as well, because then you can actually live interact with us um, and get that out of it as well. Uh, we are going to open our time today with a prayer, uh, and Kat's going to lead us in that. Cool. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, give us wisdom and understanding. As we listen to your word, may we know you better, love you more, and learn to please you in all we do. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, and Ella, uh, no, Kat is also going to read our reading this morning. So back to you again, sure. Kat. Um, so we're in uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 um, through to 38. So in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age 
and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. Thank you, Kat. Uh, we also like to retell the story in our own words. And uh, this morning, Ella is going to do that for us. Awesome. Um, so we get into this story um, and Elizabeth, um, who I think in earlier on, it says that Elizabeth is Mary's, has some sort of relation to Mary. Um, and so she's a, yeah. She knows Mary. <laughs> I think um, they're cousins. Mm. Okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I think that says it in one of the other Gospels. I'm not sure if it's in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm making things up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's biblically based. You're fine. Yeah. Um, and God sends Gabriel, sends an angel called Gabriel um, to a town called Nazareth um, to Mary, um, who's a virgin and is... Um, gonna marry joseph um who's a descendant of david um david the king um who's in the old testament who you might know by the slingshot story um (laughs) um and the angel went to her um and said um greetings um you who um yeah are highly favored um god is with you um and mary's um yeah a bit bit troubled um by what the angel has to say and and wonders like what uh what the nature of what the angel's saying might be um but the angel says to her don't be afraid um you've you've found favor with god um you'll have a a son um and you'll give him the name jesus and he'll be great and he'll be the son of god um and god will give him um, the throne of the King David, um, and he'll reign over the descendants of Jacob, um, for a very long time and his, um, kingdom won't end. Um, and Mary asks like, how, how is that going to happen? I, like, I can't give birth. Um, I'm a virgin. And the angel answers, um, the Holy Spirit will come on you. Um, and yeah, God's power will, um, come on you. So, that um, the one to be born will call be called the son of God. Um, and yeah, the angel says that even Elizabeth, um, Mary's relative, is going to have a child. Um, and she's said to be unable to give birth, um, but she's six months pregnant. Um, for no word from God will ever fail. Um, and Mary, having heard all this from the angel, um, says, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Um, and the angel goes away. There you go. Uh, thank you, Ella. Uh, now we will, uh, yeah, we've got a few questions that we like to ask. What do we um, uh, What do we learn from this passage about God and Jesus? What do we learn about people from this passage? And finally, how does this passage affect the way we live? Uh, so, yeah, we'll have a free-flowing discussion. Please share your thoughts in the comments as well in the chat. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think? What does this t- passage teach us about God? What do you find interesting about this passage? I think one of the things that sort of strikes me about it is um, it seems like a really odd story. <laughs> like it's actually a bit 
strange and bizarre. Um, but then I was thinking about like Mary's response, which initially is that she's troubled and then seems to kind of get resolved fairly quickly. Like I guess we don't really know how long this conversation mm. actually went on for. Um, but like I sort of think like I wonder how strange a story or strange an idea this was to her. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, it's like like she asks one clarifying question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right, great. Yeah, Lock and like in. not even, not even, like I was like if I was her, there's so many questions going through my head. I mean, she asks a very obvious one, yep. but then, you know, um, like how is it that his father will be David? What does that mean? Mm. And what do you mean he'll be the son of God? And how can you be God, but be having a son of God? And yeah. But no, she just, she's just like, but, I, but I, I haven't had sex. So how could I have a baby? And the, the angel's like, yeah, well, God will do it. And she's like, oh, no, okay. All right. Great. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. let's, let's mosey on along then, shall we? Yeah. Like, yeah. She's just like this one sort of practical question that she just wants to deal with that one. Yeah. Um, um, just quickly, uh, morning to Renee in the chat. Thank you. That's uh, my Santa hat. Uh, she gave me a compliment, said nice hat. Uh, it's because we're doing a Christmas story. Uh, we'll be doing that for the next three weeks. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. What, what else have we got? Um, I oh, no, this, yeah. I actually, I think I had a different response to that question. Mm. I was like, um, yeah, I think my, I think my response to, to Mary's question, like how how would this be, um, like um, I think God, uh, like Mary knows that that God is is powerful and can do all things, mm. um, and this angels just come to her and said these things are going to happen, um, and yeah, it like. Um, I think my, my, when I re initially read it, what I initially read it as is, um, Mary's kind of going, yeah, but that, how's that going to work? Like, that's not, that's not possible. Mm. Um, like my, my reading of that question was like, yeah, how's that going to happen? Like, it's not, it's not going to work. Um, like I read a little bit of doubt and a little bit of like, that's a bit ridiculous. In yeah, sure. Um, yeah. And it was kind of encouraging that, like, Mary can, is continually told that she's uh, found favour with God um, mm. and yet she's still a person who asks questions of God. Um, that, that yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, I think both both takes are, are perfectly valid. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that, like, even, even Mary was like, well, hang on. Um, yeah, not sure about that. Uh, how's that going to work? That sort of thing. Like, yeah, she had those questions, and I think that's perfectly natural as human beings to question, yeah. <laughs> you know, the the divine work of God because He's God. He has far more understanding of of things than we do, and and His own power and, and things like that. So, yeah, when He comes to you, you know, or sends an angel to you and says, "This is what's going to happen," and our under our earthly understanding is, well, that's impossible. Yeah, uh, I think it's perfectly natural to to question that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the other thing that sort of strikes me about it is um 
the fact that God actually communicates all of this, like that's quite, you know, we often talk about God being, you know, a relational God, a God who wants to know us and wants to hear, you know, our thoughts and our, you know, that's what praying is, you know, sharing, you know, having a conversation with God, sharing what's on our heart and on our, on our mind. And yeah, I just love that. Like, I wonder, yeah, it's, it's sort of familiar maybe to us, but how striking it is that God doesn't just do all of this stuff, but he communicates that I'm going to do this stuff. Um, and also a little bit of why he's going to do it, you know, that you are most highly favoured and, um, you know, I'm doing this, um, you know, for this reason that he will, mm. you know, take over this throne and he will do this. And 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 I, I don't know, like I wonder if she would have had an idea at this point um, of like who this child really is, like that this is, you know, like whether or not she's starting to get an idea of this understanding that she would have had as a as a Jew about um you know the Messiah but I think that's probably not really going on in her mind at this point because why would you have thought that God would send a little baby Mm. um but it's also it's also interesting because God seems to be in the business of um doing like amazing things in terms of allowing women who shouldn't be able to have babies to have babies (laughs) like because he does it in in like earlier on in the bible in the old testament with sarah and abram like right at the beginning and that's one of the things that occurred to me like he says um he sends an angel to say that sarah's going to have a baby and she laughs and says how is that even possible i'm so old Mm. um and it's yeah. interesting how Mary has sort of a bit of a different response. Like she's so, oh, okay, sure. Well, she still questions though. She um, still questions it, but it's interesting. Uh, our other co-host, regular Kirk, is in the chat. Uh, he's saying "was up" first off because he's hip and cool, and people still say "was up." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, uh, "I reckon when people have full-on encounters with God like this, they are often quickly accepting of the task." Um, proposed uh his presence is perhaps all the convincing that they need Mm. Um, so i guess i guess seeing an angel would be like yeah this is pretty legit hey yeah um especially when you think of the description of angels um later on in the bible in the book of revelation as opposed to the fairy wings cultural um depiction of angels that we get in pop culture yeah they're sort of Um, they look fluffy yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the description of angels later on is like kind of terrifying. Hundreds of eyes and like yeah, really terrifying. Um so seeing that you'd be like, oh, okay, all right, yep, let's all right, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm just gonna go <laughs> scream into my pillow. Uh <laughs> um yeah, so I guess that's that would be fair. That's that would probably convince me as well, if I'm honest. Um yeah. What about uh, yeah? Anything this teaches about um, about people, uh, about God? What else? What else have we got in here? Um, uh, did someone someone said about the way God um, does it relationally? Um, mm. There's probably yeah more to that. I forget which one of you said that, but um, I think yeah, I think that's a really a really good point. That um, I mean, right throughout. Um, the Bible, the story of of the Bible and um, God's redemptive plan, uh, we see Him using people and and relating to them, and it's not just Him coming down and you know snapping His fingers and and fixing everything. 
it's mm-hmm. using broken people. It's using people who wouldn't be expected to be um, worthy of God's plan. Um, but he's, he's yeah, coming alongside the human race. Um, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, we see that again here. Yeah, speaking of broken people who are not necess- who would not necessarily be found worthy to be in God's plan, mm. it's like yeah, I think I said before like Mary's consistently told that she has high favor with God. Yeah, that's really cool. Like for a um, yeah, a woman who's just your average your average gal from Nazareth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's super cool that, hmm. yeah, and even before Jesus comes and, and saves us, like Mary's found to have favor with God, I think is really, really, really cool. That's really special. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say to Ella, like at this point in her life, like she would have been quite young and she's also not married yet and mm. she's also not had any sons yet. And so mm. culturally she would have been like very, very unimportant. Mm. Yeah. Um, so to to have an angel turn up and say you're highly favored and the Lord is with you, you can kind of see why she would be a bit troubled or confused yeah. by that kind of greeting because I'm sure nobody else would ever talk to her like that. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's a good example of um, uh, of God treating. Uh, uh, what am I saying? So the, yeah, as as you said, Kat, the the cultural norm of the time would have would have been that yeah, women and especially young unmarried women like bottom rung basically, mm. um, and it's it's a, a good example of God being like no, actually you are you are important and you are valued, um, and yeah, he you know he sees it as a level playing field, um, mm. and it's it's tricky because like that doesn't always sort of happen throughout the Bible like you know 95% of the bible is written from the the male perspective um but yeah there are these examples of of god sort of yeah picking um points of redemption i guess for um for women throughout the story of the bible and there's there's great stories of women um into interwoven into the whole um the whole story of of the bible from from eve you know through people like ruth and um uh, what was the oh, blank on her name? The the um, prostitute who was Rahab. a spy. Rahab, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, and then Mary and the other Mary, and um, yeah, like it, you see that interwoven throughout the story of the Bible. Um, mm. Yeah, and you actually see it again here in this story because they also talk about her her relative Elizabeth mm. and. She would have been in a not dissimilar position because even though she was married, she was elderly mm. and hadn't had any children. And again, culturally, that would have made her a person who would have been seen as, you know, not not having God with her and not yeah. favored by God. So again, it's interesting how, yeah, I think like what we're learning about God, what we're learning about people is that um kind of God's God's economy, if you will, or God's, you know, culture um, of the kind of world he wants for us is mm. quite different to mm. to what we often experience um, yeah. in terms of, yeah, people are valuable and loved and he's with them regardless of what the circumstances might kind of show. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, would love to know your comments as well. Um, Di, thanks for um, typing out Rahab. Uh, and I assume that's the right spelling as well. So well done. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but let us know your thoughts. Uh, what, what, have, what have you picked out? Have, you, have we missed anything that you've picked out from this passage teaching us about God, Jesus, um, or, or people? Um, but, yeah, we'll move on to our last question as well. Uh, how does this passage affect the way we live? Um, what are we going to yeah, do this with this passage today and, and going forward? Are we going to, I don't know, be expecting angels, <laughs> um, <laughs> be, be ready to, to conceive God's son? I don't know. What are we <laughs> <laughs> I think that one was probably a one-time in history. One-time deal? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Jesus is supposed to come again. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's fairly specifically not in the same way, though. But anyway. Yeah, trump- <laughs> trumpets and fanfare. Yeah. And mm. as someone who's been in a, in a labour ward fairly recently, yeah. Um, <laughs> No one wants trumpets and fanfare there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you actually, Varys, not to not to go on a tangent, um, Andy, but whether as a as a parent of a newborn child, if you read this story any differently, like the the context of it, or ah, oh, good question. Um, Might have to sit on that one. I'll I'll sit on that. Uh, maybe maybe as, as we talk through more of this story I'll, I'll rethink about that but uh mm. at this stage no because uh we conceived Beatrix naturally <laughs> without holy <laughs> spirit intervention <laughs> um so no is the answer to your question but i'll i'll sit on that it's it's yeah i haven't I hadn't really thought about it um the birth of jesus you might read differently like the actual story of the birth yeah true yeah we um yeah i guess the the idea of you know people coming to bless you and and support you as new parents is i guess i can relate to that a bit a bit more but we'll save that for when we get there let's not talk about that now because it's not really to do with the passage um so yeah i guess um i don't know maybe maybe as we were talking about at the start um the idea of of um, that if you if you feel like God's telling you to do something or or you know leading you in a certain direction, um, that it's okay to to question that, um, and it's it's I would say good and healthy to to just have you know have some questions around that, but to to keep pursuing it. But I think that's probably um, discernment is the, the what what Mary would have possibly been doing that that curiosity to say well that doesn't sound possible um so i'm gonna i'm just gonna ask for clarification but but ultimately still pursue that um that thought or that plan or or whatever that is um so to lean into what god is saying um but it's okay to sort of be like oh i don't know does that that doesn't really line up with this or i'm not sure how that would work with that or or whatever um so maybe yeah, something around that with with trusting God and, um, uh, yeah. I'm, I don't have a succinct point for that, but you know, <laughs> trust God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like trusting in God doesn't exclude you from questioning God. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Mm. Good teamwork. 
uh, Di in the chat uh, has has remarked that even though you know labor and stuff is crazy, uh, Beatrix, like all babies, are beautiful blessings. So that's great, and that's very true. She's very cute. Um, yeah, I, I normally have a photo over on my desk, but I don't know where that is. I can prove to you how cute she is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, any I, other think, thoughts? I think something that um, occurs to me is Mary's willingness and almost preparedness to do, to allow God to use her. Um, and it sort of occurs to me um, like, yes, she's just your average gal from Nazareth. But um, but also, you know, she was a person who who obviously, um, you know, had some sort of relationship with God and some sort of heart to, you know, follow Him and and who He, you know, was calling, calls us to be. Um, yeah. So I, I so I think sort of two things there is like there there's sort of a preparedness here, like a maybe a submitting to to God's plans and who God wants to be that doesn't just happen like it it's it's this relationship it's this journey it's this place you come to so that when God does actually say you know this is this is something I want to do or this is how I want to use you mm. um you're actually then able to say okay great let's do that um because you're already sort of in that that headspace mm. um so I guess it's an encouragement to sort of keep you know, keep relating to God and and seeking God and growing in your relationship with him so that when he does call us to do things, and, and he does all the time, like all the time he calls us to be the light of the world, to to love other people, to yeah. be sacrificial, you know, like they're, they're big things to be asking us to be part of. Mm. Um, yeah. And it doesn't just happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kirk's back in the chat uh, saying that Mary seeks details but doesn't resist the plan. Uh, and if you compare that to someone like Jonah who runs away when God, God says, you know, do this, do that, go go talk to these people about me, he's like, oh, no, ends up in the belly of a big fish for three days. Uh, so, yeah, Mary is a top-shelf example in Kirk's words um, of, yeah, of someone who follows follows God's plan, but yeah, seeks, seeks the details as we've been talking about. Um, and Di is also saying that um, she's been thinking of the joy that comes with accepting God's will. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that's not particularly evident in this specific passage we've just read when you know, Mary, Mary just responds, I'm the Lord's servant. Uh, may your word to me be fulfilled. Not a super joyous <laughs> um, exclamation, but um, we see in the, in the coming Probably next week we'll we'll talk a lot about that. Um, assuming I'm, I'm not actually sure what structure Kirk has got, if we're just going through this verse by verse, or if we're going to jump around. But I assume I assume next week we'll read Mary's song, uh, which is full of exclamations of praise and joy. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's some homework for you if you want to read that in the next couple of days. Um, I, yeah, yeah. Can we, while you're talking about that verse, Kat, can you read your ver your version of 38 again? Sure. Um, so just verse 38. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. Oh, interesting. What um, translation are you reading from, Gap? You've just muted yourself. Did you do that intention? 
still oh, muted. Oh, I there did because there's someone in the kitchen. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> um, right. I, I couldn't hear. It is to uh, it's a TNIV, so today's new international version. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone. Well, I use the NIV. I think you're using the NIV, Ella. Um, so yeah, it's it, it it is interesting to see these slight differences in in wording and phrasing. Um, so what was it again? What was her instead of after I'm the Lord's servant? She answered. Uh, may it be to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. Sure. And yeah. Alice says, "May your word to be me. May your word to me be fulfilled." Um, and I, uh, yeah. yeah, similar but different. Yeah, I think that's like that's a cool that's a cool little prayer. Like I love that. Um, I love that Mary's like, "Will your like, thanks God, like will your words come true, um, and will they be." like present in me um and and may it be fulfilled mm. um, yeah like I, I love that like may i action your words good um yeah 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 uh kirk has cl- clarified in the chat we are skipping the song next week so um we won't get to to hear um mary's song of praise but that's all right you can read that in your own time um or you can be like me when I le- read Lord of the Rings and there's like pages and pages of song and you just skip through all that. Uh, <laughs> it's a good song though. Like it, that's, it, that's it, very sad. Andy. <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't add anything to the story in Lord of the Rings. I'm sure it does here, but it really, um, does. Okay. It really does, but that's okay. We can have, there's different- a reason Tom Bombadil's not in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this isn't this isn't anything to do with the Bible. Um, so yeah, have maybe maybe in the next in the next week, have a read of Mary's song and and try going through this passage um, with our questions yourself. So what does this teach teach us about God and Jesus? What does this teach us about people? And how does this uh, affect the way we live? Uh, it is now eight thirty, so uh, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much, everyone in the chat, um, to uh, for joining us. Um, <laughs> I, I, as soon as I said I've skipped Lord of the Rings songs, uh, I've also got a couple of comments in the chat saying, you know, no, how dare you, all that. So I've, I've clearly hit a nerve, um, <laughs> which I did I did on Sunday night as well in our live chat service, <laughs> talking about Narnia. I'm just not having a good literary week, I think. Anyway, uh, Kat, Ella, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Kat, you. would you like to finish us with a prayer? Sure. Thank you. Lord and Heavenly Father, you have brought us safely to this new day. Keep us by your mighty power. Protect us from sin. Guard us from every kind of danger. And in all we do this day, direct us in in the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you again next week as we continue our Christmas series. Uh, just a reminder, two weeks to go um, for the Bible Breakfast this year. Um, we'll take a pause over Christmas and, um, yeah, do a bit of reflecting on how this has gone. We'd love to hear your comments. Um, send them through uh, however you can, Facebook or send me an email, andy at stjohnsdc.org.au. Uh, if you've appreciated this, then uh, we'd love to know. Uh, but that's all for now. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Yeah.